Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi, and welcome to my podcast. To be honest, as I'm recording this episode,、uh, today is the fifth day of the Lunar New Year of the Ox. So, for my audience who celebrates Chinese New Year, let me take this opportunity to wish you all a very healthy, happy, and prosperous Year of the Ox. So now, let us set the energy of this episode together. Take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and let it out with a sigh. You may also wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless, of course, you are driving or. Operating heavy machinery. Now let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. Take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and let it out with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. Ever since last week's episode of the antidote to the four horsemen, I have been receiving quite a number of feedbacks regarding how difficult it is、um, for you to not use defensiveness, and when I mentioned. It is important to understand the difference between criticisms versus a complaint or even a critique.、Um, so today I am going to focus on explaining what criticisms are versus one's 
self-esteem because it is very, very important to be aware of one's self-esteem will definitely help to understand why we can be so sensitive to criticisms or valid critique. Obviously, it is important for our continuing growth and development. So last week, we talked about Gottman's Four Horsemen and the Antidote to Criticism, Contempt, Defensiveness, and Stonewalling. And today, uh, due to popular requests, I am going to focus on criticism and defensiveness. The reason for that is a lot of you wrote to me that um, you and your partners are just as guilty criticizing each other and, and the other partner would defend. So when you have these two horsemen galloping into your relationship, meaning criticisms, and defensiveness, it is really impossible to carry on a healthy and meaningful conversation. I think it is important for us to realize that we have learned the connotations that criticism suggested. More often than not, we believe that criticism is the act of pointing or highlighting the shortcomings of a person's work or even about a person, attitude, belief, policy, or basically anything else under the sun. However, my audience, it is important for you to realize that criticism is not always negative as it is evaluative as well as judgmental in nature. So criticism has been taken to mean finding fault with something or someone. So could you imagine if one person's self-esteem is not healthy, it is really easy to understand why they take criticisms personally. Because once we take criticisms personally, we will get defensive. And that is one of the four horsemen, defensiveness. As I mentioned last week, according to Dr. Gottman, if criticism involves attacking a person's character rather than the behavior, then it is not healthy. So this isn't to be confused with constructive feedback, which can be uncomfortable but necessary for expressing concerns, establishing healthy boundaries, and resolving conflict. So for a partner or a friend or a colleague who has low self-esteem, or should I say unhealthy self-esteem, 
and on top of it is not aware of it and take any kind of criticisms, including constructive feedback, as a form of attack, then it will be like climbing Mount Everest. It would be very difficult to establish a deeper, meaningful, and loving relationship. So I'm sure by now, my audience, you realize how important it is to have healthy self-esteem. So let me pause here and explain what unhealthy self-esteem looks like. Unhealthy self-esteem is when someone lacks confidence about who they are or that their self-identity is weak, so they're not sure what they can and cannot do. They often feel incompetent, unloved, or inadequate. So people who struggle with unhealthy self-esteem are consistently afraid about making mistakes or letting other people down. And even when they made a mistake, they have difficulties in owning up and therefore finding it difficult to say sorry or apologize. So having self-esteem issues can be detrimental to one's health and negatively affect one's personal and professional relationships. There are many reasons why you may have impaired self-esteem. It can be related to how and where you grew up and other life circumstances all play a role. Now, my audience, one of the most important things to know is that impaired self-esteem is not an accurate reflection of reality or something set in stone. So sometimes the cause of impaired self-esteem may be rooted to some degree, but the idea that your feelings about yourself cannot be changed is simply not accurate. Self-esteem is a state of mind. Therefore, it can be changed. However, you can only improve your self-esteem if you are first willing to challenge the negative feelings and judgments you have toward yourself. And more importantly, should I say, is to have self-awareness. If you are not aware of where your self-esteem level is at, there's no changing, is there? So no matter how convinced you are of your current evaluation of yourself, you have nothing to lose and the world to gain by considering that you have much more control over your self-esteem than you think. So 
making the choice to challenge your thinking may change how you think and what you do and how you interpret messages that you receive from other people, including criticisms, critiques, or constructive feedbacks. Now and in the future, I mentioned earlier about self-awareness. So I'm going to hit the pause button. My audience, taking a good, hard look at the darker parts of your life and your own self will allow you to combat the things in your life that destroy self-esteem. Then and only then can your strengths emerge and be put to good use. The causes of impaired self-esteem can be hard to identify. There is no one cause for everyone, and some people suffer for a variety of reasons. But the following. Are some common situations that factor into self-esteem, and for you, my audience, getting familiar with them can help you identify at least some of the causes in your life. The number one cause of impaired self-esteem, in many cases. That I have seen from my professional experience, particularly when we are young, our feelings about ourselves are heavily influenced by how others feel about and treat us, especially our parents or guardians. So everyone deserves a loving family, but some young people have the misfortune. Of not getting adequate support at home, parents or guardians with mental health issues, substance abuse issues, or other challenges may not be able to provide their children with the care, guidance, emotional support, and attention that they need. And deserve, so this can cause significant self-esteem problems for young people, as those who are supposed to care for them most may not seem to. Then, most likely, they will grow up to have insecurities, and more often than not, they tend to be needy. Number two cause of impaired self-esteem is negative peers. Now, just as the way we are treated by parents or authority figures can greatly influence our self-esteem, so can the way we are treated by our friends, meaning peers. Being part of a social group that brings you down by not respecting you. By pressuring you to do things you are not comfortable with, by not valuing your thoughts and feelings, etc., etc., can cause you to feel like something is wrong with you. 
or that the only way for you to be liked is to do what others want and not listen to your own heart and mind. This is very damaging to how you see yourself. The third common cause of impaired self-esteem is trauma. So if you are a victim of physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, or a combination of these abuses, they often cause feelings of shame and guilt. So the victim may feel that he or she did something to deserve the abuse, that he or she was not worthy of the respect, love, and care of the caregivers. People who have suffered abuse may have a significant amount of anxiety and depression associated with the event as well, which can interfere with a person's ability to lead a fulfilling life if they are not aware of the hurt that was caused by the abuse. The fourth cause of impaired self-esteem is body image. Now, I'm sure we all know that Body image is a huge factor in young people's self-esteem, especially that of young women. From the moment we are born, we are surrounded by unrealistic images of what women should look like, what the ideal body type is. So women's bodies are constantly objectified in the media, making it seem as though their bodies exist for others to look at, touch, use. So when puberty comes around and our bodies start to change, they don't change into what we see on magazine covers or in music videos. This can lead to feeling unattractive and inadequate on top of the profound disempowerment that comes with seeing your body as an object for others to behold. So nowadays, even young men aren't immune. Many young men struggle with low self-esteem associated with weight and body composition, particularly concerning muscle mass. So the body of a man is not so much treated in our culture as an object for others, but as a sign of his masculinity. So young men may feel pressured to develop large muscles as a show of strength and manliness. They may also feel self-conscious about their height. So my audience, our time is coming to an end for this episode. And I have covered four common causes of impaired self-esteem. Well, actually, there are four other common causes of impaired self-esteem that is important for you to know as well. So I will continue with them next week. So stay tuned. Until next week. Stay safe, 
learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast. To be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com.